Two. I went to the bookstore this morning. Copies are still piled up beside the register, but then you probably know that already. You seem to me like the kind of writer who goes into a bookstore and the first thing he does is look to see how many inches his own work takes up on the shelves. I imagine you might also be the kind who's bold enough to ask the clerk how sales are going. Or have you become more reticent about that in recent years? In any case, there's still a big pile of them at the front desk. There was even a potential customer who took one and turned it over and over in his hands, as though trying to measure its importance by weight. I had a hard time not saying anything. Put it back! It's not worth your time. Or, I highly recommend that one. It's a masterpiece. But I couldn't decide so quickly between such extremes, and so I said nothing at all. It probably had to do with that big pile, which already spoke volumes. Anything piled up high beside the register is, after all, either a masterpiece or anything but. There is no middle ground. While the customer was standing there with your book in his hands, I caught another glimpse of your photo on the back cover. I've always felt that there's something obscene about that expression you wear as you look out into the world. It's the expression of someone pulling on his swim trunks with unbearable slowness on a busy beach, with no hint of shame, because he doesn't care whether people see him. You're not looking at the reader, no. You're challenging him to look at you, to keep looking at you. It's like one of those contests to see who'll avert their eyes first, a contest the reader always loses. By the way, I still haven't asked how you slept last night, and what you did with that suddenly empty space beside you in bed. Did you stay on your own side, or did you slide over a little more toward the middle? Last night you listened to music, that CD you never put on when your wife is home. I heard your footsteps all over the house, as though you were trying to make sure you were really alone, how you opened windows everywhere. Then the door to the balcony, too. Were you trying to drive something out? To exorcise it? The smell of her, perhaps. People in love, when the object of their affection is not around, will bury their nose in a piece of their sweetheart's clothing. People whose love has run its course throw open the windows, the way you hang an old suit out in the wind if it's been in mothballs too long, even if you know full well that you'll never wear it again. You were out on the balcony, and I could hear you singing along. It's not the kind of music I'm fond of myself, but I understand how someone who likes such music might write such books. You had turned it up pretty loud, by the way, just a little short of public nuisance. But I'm not fussy about things like that. I didn't want to be the killjoy on your first evening alone. Why, by the way... Didn't you dare to come downstairs yourself that time to complain about my music being too loud? Why did you send your wife? My husband's a writer, she said. <laughs> he can't stand noise. I invited her in, but she took only a few steps into the hallway. She didn't want to come any further. I noticed her craning her neck at one point, trying to catch a glimpse of my apartment. I looked at her face. 
and at the same time I smelled something, something I didn't want to go away quite yet. A few hours later, on my way to bed, I passed through the hallway, and that scent was still there. I stood there in the dark for a long time, as long as it took for me not to smell it anymore. In any case, I didn't throw open any doors or windows to drive out her scent. I waited patiently until the scent felt that it was time to go. As I saw that evening close up, she is indeed no longer the young girl who came to interview you for the school paper back then. How did you put it? One day, she showed up toting a notebook and a whole list of questions, and to be honest, well, she still isn't finished asking them. What was the first thing she asked you after she stepped over the threshold?